This podcast is brought to you by the Blue Jay Environmental Association. Hello, this is Aaliyah Bynum, and this is my podcast, Understanding Animals. In this podcast, we will talk about the animal mind, how they think, feel, and how to understand them, so make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. brains, but do they have minds? Humans have been very cruel to animals. For some people, they only have one use. We need them to work for us, pulling carts and heaving plows. They have to amuse us in circuses, in zoos, and most of all, we need to eat them. So of course they don't seem to mind, and they definitely don't notice. They have no sense of future, and they cannot love right, wrong. That means their suffering is insignificant, right? Wrong. Animals have thoughts and feelings. That's what this podcast is all about. Today we will be specifically talking about animal intelligence. Have you heard of Ponzi? He is a bonobo, similar to a chimpanzee. All bonobo are, are very intelligent, but Ponzi is especially special. Ponzi cannot form words since he is a bonobo, but he is very talkative all the same. How, you might be asking. He normally keeps three laminated sheets filled with vibrant icons and symbols that represent all the words he has been shown or figured out on his own. Kanzi can create full thoughts and sentences. They are not just simple nouns and verbs like roll or jump, but also concept words like later. Another example of his intellect is honeydew. Kanzi enjoys honeydew, but is not yet a food on his word sheet. He decided the way to ask for it should be point to green, yellow, then watermelon. Also, when it flooded in Iowa, he decided that it would be the symbol for big and the icon for water. He also determined that pizza was bread, cheese, then tomato on his word list. Humanity's reasoning is that we can do whatever we want to animals because they don't suffer or feel at all in a meaningful way. We are much more intelligent than they are. We are supposed to be the only species that uses tools and has emotions, but that's not true. What about the birds and apes that use tools too? Not to mention the elephants that grieve their dead and the monkeys that practice charity. What about the pigs raised in a comfortable environment in Britain? They show optimism, moving towards a new sound instead of running away nervously. Humans being the only ones with language, even Kanzi could tell you that is wrong. Scientists think that at the top of animal intelligence is great apes and cetaceans. They are the smartest animals and have complicated societies. They have big brains and an awareness of self. Then come corvids who are great at tool utilization and overcoming obstacles. Below them are social carnivores who have coordination expressed through group hunting and communication. Even lower on the list is herd animals. They have a community, but no social structure. They have limited intellect. At the bottom of the list are vials. As far as we know, they have no smarts and may lack consciousness. We don't have any evidence that bias have consciousness, but for at least social carnivores, corvids, great apes, and cetaceans, we certainly do. I think we can agree that how we sometimes treat domesticated animals is terrible, but in some places, improvements are being made. Over 360 million cattle, sheep, goats, and pigs are killed for meat in European Union countries each year. Because of that, the EU put official animal welfare policies into place to make sure that animals are living beings and 
should be treated appropriately. Still, the EU's so-called acceptable methods for slaughtering include electrical water baths, neck dislocation, and whole body crushing. In the USA, pigs are packed together by the thousands, and chickens restricted in cages is can, that they can hardly stand up in. Yet we're not going to change this anytime soon, but we can at least eat less meat or treat them better before they become our dinner. Ponzi's glossary has words like good and happy and, and tomorrow. These words have meaning to him, then the life he lives and the lives of other animals may be worthy ones indeed. My source of this information is the Times Magazine, The Animal Mind by Jeffrey Kluger. This was a podcast, Understanding Animals, narrated by Leah Bynum. Thank you for listening. My next podcast will be about animal friendship and animal grief.